Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to I'm another not mumbled, episode. Right? Stop calling me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Renderos Brothers. Uh, I am Sam. I'm Mike. What it do? And uh, we are going to talk about a lot of stuff. Uh, if you can tell, the audio sounds different because we if were... you can tell, yeah. I'm, I'm sure can, yeah. they'll be able to, yeah. Um, we are recording outside. Unfortunately, uh, there have been some potential exposures to COVID amongst our bubbles. Yeah, So I'll we bet. are recording outdoors, spaced out as fuck. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Let's get Here. into this. All right, so... I want to start off with a story about what happened to me on Saturday morning. Yeah. So, you know, I go to work pretty early on Saturdays. Like, it's one of the days that if you do work on a Saturday, we see each other in passing. Yes. Um, and this Saturday, I've got my coffee ready. I've got everything ready to go. I've got stuff in my hands, my breakfast sandwich. and uh, sandwich? Yeah, my little sandwich. I start heading outside and, you know. Oblivious to the world around me, of course. completely. Like, completely. Like, I just think of myself like, ah, whatever. It's Ninja fucking from the streets. That's why. Yeah. And so, you know, it's pitch black outside. Like, yeah. you know, we have our, our street light that is shining on my car in the corner where it's I park. Kinda, yeah, and that fucking tree kind of blocks the shit out of it. Yeah. And so I lock the door. I walk down the little path, open the, main, the little gate that we have, close it. And I turn to my left to start walking to the van. I mean, the SUV. And lo and behold, there's a guy standing right fucking there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. in the middle of the street. But still. Close enough to my car where I can't get to it if he decides to chase me. Yeah. And I was just caught way off guard. I was like, holy shit. Um, Good morning is what I said, like, in a kind of confused manner. And he starts looking around like, is there <laughs> anybody here who could potentially be a witness to what I'm about to do? Yeah. And he starts, like, trying to walk quickly in my vicinity. And homeless Mike Myers fucking comes, and I... You know, start opening the fucking gate, running to the fucking house, close the door, and uh, camp out. Like, you peer through the window and see. I peered through the window, and he just kind of like lollygags in front. He checks out the parked cars that are in front of our house. Yeah. Uh, you know, but then he just keeps walking. I'm telling you, dude, fucking. I gotta take a knife. You should just hit me up. See me up, just go outside, like fucking, didn't see two people. Be like, what's up, bitch? Just the fact that you see two people is already like, the per one guy's gonna be like, ah, and he's not gonna know that I'm strapped up. So then if he tries to pull some, I'm just gonna pull it out. I'm like, hey, fool, you better, <laughs> you wanna fucking, you wanna live? Yeah. You fucking walk the fuck away. If not, yeah. you can fuck off, you know? Yeah. No, exactly. Uh, so I, uh, you fucking chase me onto the, pro chase me onto the property, bro, and see if I won't let a fucking round off. <laughs> right a fucking way. First fucking, First signs of yeah, he's on my he's on the property. Yeah, you, you're going down. You going, have to. That's it. So I'll, I'll fucking feel the remorse and I'll fucking feel the anguish of of what it feels like to kill somebody. I guess like like Theo Nelson. You know, I remember fucking running into him. At, you know, he disappeared at that party when we were kids. Uh, after that jewelry uh, heist that happened at his uh, at his jewelry store, and he uh, killed two guy, two guys with one shot apiece. And I remember just seeing him fucking just. In fucking super pain, just super sad because he had taken life. You know what I mean? But if someone puts me in that situation, I, I think I can go through that fucking pain. Yeah. And so, you know, like, I mean, I, I camped out there and he walked to the other block in the corner to just staring off at the hiking park that we have by the house. Yeah. And he's just fucking staring there. And like every once Sitting in a while. At the gate, huh? Yeah. Every once in a while, he'll turn around and look in my vicinity. So at that point in time, I go, I have trained for this my entire life. <laughs> Stealth fucking missions. So I, um, I get, I open the door, close it, and like I'm like leave it to walking. Sam the fucking think. Oh, this is a video game. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking crawl right by this fool. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And so, you know, I, I get into the car. I drive away. I, I take a good look at him. I, you know, I call the cops and I let them know. And they're like, well, send the patrol car. I'm yeah. like, you're just fucking weird. Like, the guy fucking, you know. That's some creeper like, shit, yeah, dude. That is some fucking creeper 100% shit. 100% creeper shit. Started calling him Homeless Mike Myers. I was like, fuck this fool. You know, when you said Homeless Mike Myers, I was like, Mike Myers? I said, fucking Austin Powers? And then I was, that's why I remember, I was like, what the fuck you mean? You're like, Mike Myers. And I was like, oh, shit, Michael Myers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got it. Homeless little... Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, I mean, it, it, I, I don't know if he was homeless. He actually, he had a pretty nice jacket on. Like, Do you want a shag, baby? <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, wanted a shag with you, Sam. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, fucking <laughs> um, so over the weekend as well, we've had a couple of fights. Mike Tyson's, uh, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones, Jones Jr., which you saw. Yeah, hell yeah. Yep. What do you think? I thought it was, uh, I thought it was sad. Yeah? So, so, yeah. I was like hoping it'd be a lot better of a fight, but there's a lot of hugging, you know? Yeah. I mean, hugging. well, how old is Mike Tyson? 51? 52? Something like that. Yeah, he's old, and uh, Roy Jones about Jr. is age. probably old, too. About the same age, yeah. But they're both about the same age. I do know that. But um, it, it was like two old dudes fucking uh, body shots, you know what I mean? That's yeah. what it seemed like, because they, they, couldn't, they couldn't really hit each other in the face because there was no knockouts uh, uh, allowed. Oh, really? Yeah. Why, why, why was that? Because I, I, I think, or I believe it's because uh, it's not an official commissioned fight by the boxing league and all that stuff. It's yeah. not, it has nothing to do with them. It's kind of like its own self-fight. So there was always just, it was always going to end as a draw no matter what. Uh, that's what people didn't understand. Uh, when they first started watching it, they were thinking that, oh, Mike Tyson's going to go in there and obliterate this motherfucker, and that's simple as that. Which is what, what Mike Tyson was known for. Yeah, and that's what he would have done, I think, too, if they would have allowed it. Yeah. Because you could see that Mike Tyson, when he'd go for the fucking swings and the punches, he was going hard, you know what I mean? He was, like, moving forward, and then Roy Jones just fucking had to hug him up, try to take a couple hits and hug him up. But yeah, uh, Roy Jones did pretty good, too. I, I didn't uh, realize that they're both pretty much... They look pretty much the same, dude, body-wise and shit like that. Yeah, body body style. And, yeah. I mean, they're heavyweight fighters, right? I yeah. Mean, and uh, Roy Jones Jr., he's 51. Mike Tyson's 54, which, yeah. I mean, similar in age. But, I mean, I they're up the there. Same reach and shit like that, no? Yeah, I, I, about, like, looks like they are, just size-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I also heard that uh, Nate Robinson, the basketball player, fought with Jake Paul, the incredibly disgusting YouTuber. Yeah. Uh, you I, know, the uh, one who was arrested for potentially participating in the riot. Me, personally, I didn't know how either fucking, both of these guys, I'm not too, I'm, I, I've heard of Nate Robinson, I've seen him, uh, but I didn't know what the fuck he, what he did. I had no idea. And yeah. then Jake Paul... That's a fucking nobody to me. Yeah, no, to me because I, mean, I, I I don't live on the fucking internet like that. I could give two fucks less about this YouTube motherfucker. Yeah, he's a, he started off on a on a thing called Vine. Remember Vine from Twitter? Yeah. So he him and his brother Logan Paul, they started on Vine and they got famous or whatever. When Vine shut down, they shifted over to YouTube and c- continued to create like massive like videos for people. They had a built in audience. Good for them, you know. And uh, Logan Paul got in. Idea. Logan Paul got in some shit where um. You know, he recorded himself in the Japanese uh, forest, uh, the suicide forest, as it's known. Yeah. And recorded a dead body and posted it, like, and he was making jokes and stuff, really inappropriate. You know, it, it, and his remorse didn't seem like it was real. Over the years, it looks like Logan Paul has shifted his behavior. Like, you know, he went on with Black Lives Matter. He talked about how... Well, yeah, he wants he, to continue to make money. Well, Who's not well, that not only stupid. that, I think... That's the, mo- that's the main yeah. motive, 100% yeah, main and, motive. And I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure it is. Like, honestly, like, I take it with a grain of salt. But I know that Jake Paul... He has not, like, even tried to improve, right? Yeah. Like, there's no fucking, like, like Logan Paul. When Black Lives Matter happened, he talked about how you can't just stand by and not say anything. It's it's not enough to not be racist. You have to be anti-racist. Like, you have to actually pursue it now and, like, really stand up and say shit when you see that kind of equality happening. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And and Jake and Jake Paul has been like you know arrested because <laughs> there's a video of him. He went live. I'm not exactly sure. He's uh, during during a protest. He's the younger brother. Okay. Uh, he was arrested for uh for participating in a riot. Uh, his home was raided by the FBI. You know, and he's done some boxing and stuff like that. You know, he it doesn't leave. Yeah, he'd been doing like boxing for like two years before two and a half years. Yeah, and Nate Robinson's only done it for a couple of months. Yeah, three. Uh, I think he trained for four months. Four months. So you're talking about somebody who has some experience boxing compared to somebody who has no experience at all. And so yeah, of just course, because you're athletic doesn't mean you're gonna fuck somebody up. That's no, not, and also like yeah, and I, I think Nate Robinson thought like there's I'm a way for me to to take this dude out. Yeah, uh, and unfortunately because of his inexperience. Uh, from what I've seen in the video where he gets knocked out, he's leaning into the yeah, punches. Yeah, he leans into the punches. Which is amateur, like, uh, you know, like, I don't, like I'm not a boxing guy, but I would imagine, like, leaning into the punches is a yeah. bad idea. Yeah. And so it looks like he caught a lucky shot, but apparently he had knocked him down a couple of times throughout the fight. Yeah, uh, 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 what the fuck's his whose name is? Jake Paul. Yeah, who Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. Fuck, dude, I'm fucking... Jesus Christ. How high are you right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, he was dazed. He was dazed when, when uh, Jake Paul kept attacking and attacking. You know, the dude was already dazed. Okay. So it was a matter of, it was a matter of time where he was yeah. going to catch a good fucking hit and, and put him asleep, you know? And but so, I, you know, and like, everybody's like, oh, my God, Jake Paul fucked him up. I'm like, uh, Nate Robinson has no fucking experience in the ring. Yeah. Jake Paul has some experience in the ring. He has been training for two and a half years. It is like... A professional chess player playing a fucking eight-year-old, like the eight-year-old's gonna fucking lose. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's just not gonna fucking happen. And so, like the idea that Jake Paul is talented at all is a fucking joke. Yeah, no, I fucking saw I saw a couple posts on the internet about that shit, and then I even saw the baby, the baby hanging out with this fool after the fucking fight. And I was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah. come on, like I don't know, man. Like honestly, I, what <laughs> I want some clown I, shit. <laughs> if Jake Paul wants to talk shit, because like apparently he's talking shit about Conor McGregor now. Oh, um, he'll get fucking murdered by Conor McGregor. Jesus even Christ. Even with the he's lack fucking, of boxing experience. He, it don't Con matter. It don't, Conor dude, has a lot of strength. No, no, dude. Conor McGregor will the fucking... Those, we're talking about a fucking pro. A guy that's fucking won championships, has belted on his ass, has fucking fought guys that have sick experience. Jake Paul's a fucking a yeah. cotton ball compared no, to No, and so, like, for me, rock, like, the know? way I look at it is, like, unless Jake Paul starts fucking fighting somebody with some real fucking boxing experience, uh, th then you can't give him credit for being, like, oh, yeah. wow, yeah, wow, yeah, you, you won okay. a fight. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. Fight a real boxer, you bitch-ass fool. Yeah, that's it. Like, you, to me, you're always gonna be a punk. Like, yeah. unless you fight somebody real. You fight somebody at your level or you fight a professional and take the fucking ass whooping yeah. and then you can call yourself a fucking boxer. Yeah, but he's fucking stupid. If he's calling out Conor McGregor, you're, he's just he's calling him out for I mean, the there's money. money to be made. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's calling him out for the money card because oh, fucking Conor McGregor will murder that motherfucker, dude. It'll, yeah, oh, it'll, for it'll, sure. it'll be It would be pathetic to watch it. Oh, especially if they... It, well, I guess if they box... That's that's the thing, right? Like Conor McGregor boxed with Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, but Floyd Mayweather is the fucking top of his fucking game, you right? Know? Exactly. That's not, that's I mean, not, there was there was money for them to be made there, but like you could tell that he was kind of out of his league because he's used to grappling and wrestling like that. And I think with some more time, yeah, Conor fucking, can Conor can get used to it. Oh, but Conor went a good five rounds, six rounds, just plummeting fucking Mayweather and Mayweather just doing his thing, always dodging, weaving, moving the fucking round, playing the game of boxing. Not really boxing, but playing the game of boxing. Right, because that was all get points. points. Like, all, yeah, yeah, all he was looking for was points. That's why. He, that's why he always fights the way he fights. Because he's not. He's not gonna stand there and go blow for blow. No fucking way. Someone no way. would probably beat his ass. Somebody would probably beat his ass. Pacquiao would have beat his ass, guaranteed. Yeah. But he just moves and moves and moves, which is that's part of the sport. I, I cannot part of the fucking sport. stand Floyd yeah, Mayweather. I, I hate that shit yeah, too. No. But the motherfucker plays. No, no, no. He plays mean, the game. He plays the game correctly. He also picks his opponents really carefully. Like it's oh, yeah, like of course. Oh, 
I have a shot against this person. Pacquiao would have fucked him up if but, he, but if remember, he stood blow for blow. For blow Pacquiao would hit fucking remember, hard. Remember, Pacquiao also during that period of time had fucked up his shoulder, so he wasn't going to be able to throw the the fucking the punch right. But that fool was Pacquiao was, a, was, was pissed at the, end of the fight. So. Remember, he was saying he's like, nah, this fool doesn't even fucking stand up front in front of me and fucking and swing. No, he would never moving. do that. So what the fuck? No, fuck that, dude. Like, you want to mess up your face? I don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, well, what yeah, that's what I mean, though. That's what I mean. Floyd Mayweather, as much as I don't like him. He he fucking he he plays his sport correctly. Yeah, it's no, no, si- simple as that. You're he's right. A fucking QB, a fucking uh, uh, what's his fool's fucking guys in from the Patriots? Um, uh, uh, not anymore from the Patriots. Oh, uh, yeah, fucking yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Tom now he's Brady. part of the Buccaneers. That fool was the Tom Brady of fucking uh, of fucking boxing. Well, it helps when you have a coach that records practices. Yeah, and fucking deflates balls, deflates balls and shit. You know? <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> you gotta win. You gotta win, homies. You know, SNW. Um, yeah, and I just want to offer uh, my congratulations to uh, Elliot Page for finding his truth. Uh, the Juno Page, star, yeah. I yeah. know, I remember, yeah. I remember uh, you that know, shit. I was like, "What the uh, shit?" Like, what took out. so long? Well, you know, like I, I think, like I, I think, identity is always tough. You know, like always trying to discover like who you are, and probably the fame fucking clouded a lot of it, huh? Uh, the judgment and stuff. Like, I mean, like, dude, like, I mean, you think about this: trans people in this country still get murdered at like a crazy rate compared to the rest of the population. So it seems like that's a very, you know, what's cool about it is that. Now, Elliot Page is a, a spokesperson, you know, of like, hey, I'm here. I see you. You know, we're in this. Like, I get it. Like, I have a different experience. I have more money or whatever. But, you know, it's it's a visible star that people can be like, oh, you know, maybe I, I'm more willing to accept it because I really respect this person's work. You know, they're going to continue to play like <laughs> maybe I don't like her as an actor. I think she fucking sucks. Me personally. You don't like him as an actor. M- my bad. Yeah. I don't like him as an actor. Yeah. No, I, you know, honestly, you fucking sucks. Except he's fucking always game. go back to fucking Juilliard. He's always been very hit and miss for me as an actor. It's never been hit and miss. Even in the inception, ne- it's fucking trash. What about an um, Umbrella Academy as Vanya? Uh, nope. Really, I, don't like her. I, I, I particularly she's my, she's I, my most annoying character. I particularly all. like him as uh, Vanya. Ah, okay. I, but I also like the cast that they have. I think they bounce off of each other very well. Yeah. I, I think he does a really fantastic job bringing Vanya to life, uh, which they are going to change the credits for Vanya. They're going to go under Elliot Page. I don't know if moving from here on forward. Well, that's an or, easy edit yeah, out easy to f- and throw it back yeah, on no, the course. fucking... You know, and uh, so, but I mean, like, honestly, like, I, I think, like, you know, the 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 more high visibility, like, stars that you have the more acceptable it can be for people to kind of like you know be like cool live your truth right like you're here on the planet one shot at yeah. least the way that we look at it and yolo so, bitches yeah so therefore like it's important that they they you know they live to the fullest of, of how they feel confidence yeah i get you I, I understand that um i just don't i never particularly liked him as an actor right for shit at all i fucking seen juno i seen Inception, hard candy i seen it's just not hard candy yeah i let you borrow that shit Nah, it's never. I, I, and the reason I bu- had bought hard candy because I thought I had heard that the story was a little, fantastic. a little, yeah, a little fantastic, a little twisted in in, in a sense. So I was like, oh, I'm with that. You know? I, it was during yeah, that period was, of time, and it yeah. was, and it was, it was good. But I just, I don't know. It's just something, something about, about him. him. Same thing. Same reason I don't like Richard Gere. You know what I mean? It's just something about his fucking face. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like yeah, I don't like Nicolas Cage. I hate yeah. Jessica Alba. Like as what? actors, I cannot. I fucking like Jessica Alba and Into the Blue. That's pretty much it. No, I fucking can't. Now, and there's a, if there's a movie with her in it, I will actively avoid it. Ah, okay. Yeah, like I cannot well, stand so you're her. So you're done with the uh, good luck, good luck, Chuck. Nope, fuck no. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Jessica Biel, isn't it? No, good luck, Chuck. I don't oh, think wait. that's with Jessica Alba with, and, and Dane Cook. No, that's Chuck and Barry. Chuck yeah. and Larry. Chuck and Larry get no, married. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's whatever. Jessica Biel. Yeah, that's, that's Jessica Biel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck, Chuck. I, yeah. yeah, no, fuck no, not yeah, watching. It's fucking funny. <laughs> um, 
All right. So, I mean, that, that's that. That's the kind of like stuff that, you know, uh, for the for the week that I have. We'll obviously get to the tidbits later on. But um, let's talk about The Mandalorian, uh, Chapter 13, The Jedi. The Mandalorian travels to a world w- ruled by a ruthless magistrate who has made a powerful enemy. And lo and behold, after all this time, after all these wishes to see Ahsoka Tano, played by Rosario Dawson, come to life on the show. The episode was directed by Dave Fiolini, who did The Clone Wars. He's executive producer. Filoni? Uh, uh, Filoni? Did I say Fiolini? Yeah. My bad. I just remember from the credits. Yeah. Because um, I think he, rec- he yeah. directed an episode or two ago. He yeah, he it as well. also as well. Uh, but the thing is, he's also an executive producer on The Mandalorian. He's been with... You know the with Star David, Wars universe with, uh, from the John Favreau and all that shit. Yeah. yeah, they've been. He's been with it for years at this point. He's responsible for the Clone Wars with the team there in terms of the storytelling. Okay. Ahsoka Tano is a fan favorite character for people in yeah, Star Wars. I never fucking even knew who Ahsoka Tano is because I've never seen a an Clone Wars. But I collect those little uh, collected the those, Funkos. Yeah, the Funkos. So um, I had her character because I kept noticing that as soon as she would drop, shit would sell out, and I'm like, yeah. well. I'm going to try to collect all those best Star Wars ones, and that's one of the ones that I collected. I knew he had directed the episode, not you know because I looked into it, because there was yeah. moments in the episode where Ahsoka would pose in the, her kind of style from the, from the cartoon, from the animated series. Yeah. Like the smirk, like when she took the, the blaster away from the guy, hit it against the other dude, she looks at the dude, and he's like, oh, fuck, and she makes like that kind of tilted head, like smirk smile. Yeah. Like that is an Ahsoka thing. You know, when she poses with the Mandalorian, like when he first, they first kind of get into it and she stops, that's an Ahsoka uh, Tano thing from the cartoon. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But, I, you know, honestly, this episode was much better. We find out that the, um, the child is named Grogu. 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 My goodness. Um, and you find out that he was so saved after uh, Order 66 was put into place. And the murder of the Jedi Temple, somebody got him out. Yeah. And he's been kind of on the run and captured and been in all sorts of messed up situations. But that he's got a bond with the Mandalorian. And the Mandalorian wants Ahsoka Tano to yeah, train him. the Mandalorian him. started to fucking uh, uh, watch him. over him and t- treat him like a fucking baby. And taking, and taking care of him. Like, yeah. You know, because family. Vin uh, Diesel comes out of the corner. Family. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, a much better episode. A very well-paced uh, very well shot. The um, that shit was fucking dope. It was a fucking great episode, dude. Yeah, great episode. I you know I think if they continue the last maybe I don't even know how many episodes there are, but if they continue this path for the season, I think it will end on a strong note. Yes. Uh, instead of kind of like an okay note, like like for me the season has just been okay. This yeah. episode definitely steered it in the direction even harder than the last one. Because it's pushing the story forward and exposing some stuff going on in the universe of Star Wars. Which is what the fuck you wanted. And you called Ahsoka Tano fucking appearing uh, in this episode. Regardless of the fact of how it happened, you still called the fact oh, that dude, she was going to appear but, in the next episode. But even though my, predi- guy. My, my prediction was still wrong in terms of like the idea that... Well, I wouldn't have told you, oh yeah, well next episode, I bet Ahsoka Tano is going to pop up. I would have never said that, <laughs> and you did. So and, and, you know, yeah. That'd be, but the thing is, I did say that Moff Gideon his, would be attacking. Little, little credit, you know. Yeah, but I did say Moff Gideon would attack Mandalorian. They'd be up against the wall, and then she would save the day. I was that aspect of it. I was way wrong. But she does appear on the episode, uh, and I got to tell you, like Rosario Dawson is perfect yeah, for Ahsoka Tano. Definitely, but Rosario Dawson's fucking. She's fucking dope. 
Uh, I, she's yeah. fucking dope as an actress. Yeah, fucking, I, I dude, as an actress, she gets. Down. I really, I really, uh, I've always enjoyed Rosario yeah, Dawson. Even since kids, yo, and I saw saw her. In, well, she was already in that, other movies, and then I saw kids. Yeah, and dude, fucking no, she 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 always amazing. brings her A game, and she yeah. actually got cast as Ahsoka Tano because somebody tweeted out like, "Oh, she'd be perfect." Yeah, when you see her too, when she when you see her on the screen, she's like, you you need to watch what she's doing. You know, that's the shit with that actress for some reason. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter what the fucking role is. It can be a stupid role like the ones in fucking uh, uh, Clerks 2. You know what I mean? But still, you're like, I'm, I was watching, interested in like, yo, she's a, she just plays her characters and makes you believe that's who she is. Yeah. I mean, so I really enjoyed this episode. I, You know, it starts off with Ahsoka Tano taking out a bunch of villains. There's a, a magistrate who's like ruling with an iron fist, imprisoning people. She tempts Mando with uh, a Beskar uh, spear yeah. to, to get it, him to kill Ahsoka, which he doesn't. And, you know, like, she's trying to see what the kid's powers are, and it's just not clicking, but it clicks with Mando and uh, Grogu. 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 So then she fuck, starts to, like, being, oh, fuck well, up his name all the it's time. because he's fucking scary and shit. So, yeah. you know what scary brings? He starts to bring fear and then all that fucking dark, dark side shit. Yeah, and then they went on the two-person fucking, like, uh, liberation what I, what I heard spree. Was, uh, I heard that uh, um, I was talking to one of my boys at work, and he was saying that fucking uh, Ahsoka Tano was trained by who? Anakin Skywalker? She was Anakin correct? Skywalker's Padawan in ah, the okay. Clone Wars. And she, I haven't, like I said, I haven't finished the series, but I know that she leaves. Shout out my boy Tommy for that info. Uh, you know, she leaves the Jedi Order because I think, I don't know what happens, but I, I believe that she thinks it's too rigid. I could be wrong. Obviously, I'm just taking the stab in the dark here because it does seem like her mentality when it comes to, like, taking on situations is always, like, she's always very headstrong, like Anakin, but she also sees, like, where the balance of everything is. Yeah, And yeah, she yeah. thinks, like, sometimes the rules that the Jedi's follow are a little too strict. And, you know, she gets into a lot of trouble, like Anakin does. Yeah, uh, and the cartoon show is really well done. The first season is probably the most painful, but you watch the show and you know that it was like targeted towards children. But you see things in this show that you're like, "This is not for kids. This is for people who just like good stories." Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, you know, and so you, everybody's been kind of hoping that she would make a live action appearance because everybody's like, "What happened to her after the Clone Wars?" Like nobody knows, you know. Yeah. And uh, she pops up in the cartoon Rebels. She fights Darth Vader. She, you know, as part of the final season, she remembers him as Anakin. She thinks that she can save him. Obviously, she couldn't. And uh, you, and then the first hint of her coming into the live action, like actually existing in Star Wars, like mm -hmm. was in Rise of the Skywalker, where her voice is heard telling Rey to get up. She's one of the voices that speaks. Okay. Which is, it, it is funny to me. I have one homeboy um, who does not believe that Ahsoka Tano is real. You know? Well, I know she fucking uh, turns into a spirit eventually. Yeah, I'm sure she does. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't think she's dead. She does have that Funko, so that's a spoiler alert. Um, I didn't know. But... <laughs> So yeah, That's how I, mean, I found it, out about her. It's fuck? a good episode, I, and so like I really particularly enjoyed it. Yeah, I love that shit. And I, I like the fact that she has white fucking white lightsabers. Yeah, that she's her lightsabers are white. Hard, yo. she's yeah, dope. and dude, she's just she's just an awesome character. Like in the show, like it's one of the reasons I keep going back to the Clone Wars is because I actually like her dynamic with Obi Wan and with Anakin. And what I like also is that the Clone Wars they show that relationship, that friendship they have instead of like 
oh, there he's a bickering little whiny bitch in yeah. the Clone Wars movie, and you know, and all of a sudden they're homeboys in part three. I'm like, what happened to that space in between? Like, in the Clone Wars really dives into that. Okay, so okay. I need to take that shit out. Excited to keep going with that. And our movie of our of the week was chosen by my brother. Yeah, Life in the Year. It's a random fucking selection. I uh, opened up my uh, Instagram Instagram application, and uh, I followed Cara Delevingne. Okay. And uh, her post was the very first one that popped up, and it said that she was her movie was coming out that day with Jaden Smith. And I was like, oh, brand new fucking movie. I'm down. So that's, I, I immediately uh, switched over to the text and texted you and told you this is the movie that I pick. Yeah, uh, the movie follows a 17-year-old ch- kid named uh, Darren who finds out that his girlfriend is dying. He sets out to give her an entire life in the last year she has left. It's directed by Mitt Ja O'Korn, uh, written by Jeffrey Adis and Will Matthews, uh, again starring Cara Delevingne, uh, J- uh, Jaden Smith, and um, Nia Long plays his mother. Cuba Gooding Jr. plays Xavier, his father. Cuba. Uh, and then you have um, uh, uh, alleged... Uh, <laughs> groomer of children, Chris D'Elia as Phil. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, uh, alleged abuser. They were seventeen, Chris right? They're on the verge of eighteen, bro. Yeah, yeah. And then I was uh, gonna wait. <laughs> I was gonna wait. And then you have Riza as Ron. Um, I-, I gotta tell you, this movie is kind of a mess in terms of like some of its tone. I have to agree. Yeah, but I actually really enjoyed it. Like, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it so wasn't like worse. one of the things that bothered me is that Cuba Gooding Jr. I felt he was underused, but also he was a little bit too much on the nose of like the controlling yeah, father. Yeah, but he, Cuba Gooding Jr. is a fucking hell of an actor. That he is a hell of an actor, down. and you know and, his and, own ego kind of destroyed his career, right? Like yes. for a bit, like. He was picking these weird roles where he's like, oh, money, money, money. And like, which fine, it's great. But like when then you're getting shitty roles, you know, you got to work your way back up. And so I like, I'm shitty glad- roles and people start thinking you're like a shitty a, actor. A shitty actor. Snow Dogs. Um, yeah, fucking you know. Snow Dogs. Yeah. He got paid for that shit though. Boat Trip sure. as well. Did you watch <laughs> Boat, Boat Trip? Yeah, I did. It's with fucking, fucking Horatio terrible. Sands. Yeah, it's awful. And uh, Victoria Silstead. I didn't even know she was, I forget that she's in that movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but so he's a little bit too on the nose. It kind of bothered me because like, he came off as boring because of it, because there was no real fucking humanity. It was like a caricature. Yeah, he was just that that hard ass fucking dad, like that doesn't give you any leeway or nothing. This is what the fuck you got to do, and shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah, but I mean, like, what 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 did you particularly like about the 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 movie? I, I fucking th- I liked it because it was a little different than anything that 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 uh, portrays that type of fucking uh, uh, I guess love interest, and then he kind of like you know pursues her in a different way than you usually see. In typical movies, uh, I don't know. I fucking I did also think it was kind of a little bit cheesy that they would use his fucking rapping and all that stuff that he does uh, 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 other than acting. Yeah, uh, to really put to really drive the story. You know what I mean? I thought that was kind of like ah, but I guess they had to utilize his one of his skills because his fucking acting was trash. You know, I, honestly, I feel that he has grown as an actor, but it's, but you can still you can still peer through. Uh, what he's coming, yeah, what he's bringing. W- yeah, what he's bringing. Cause the, the the time when she's in the hospital and he like fucking throws a fit. Come on, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, was just like, yo, I, I was like, <laughs> you don't even fucking sound upset right now, dog. I was like, you're you're, you're you sound you're, like you're wanting to be upset. You, you know? sound like you're imitating your dad in a role for a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it was really weird. Like, just to hold his fucking face and like kind of like tear up. There is some things you didn't about grow up this Philly movie. fool. Yeah, you didn't grow up with the struggle, dog. <laughs> 
Like you can't you can't bring them tears like that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really weird to see like some of the writing in the movie is really bad. Like there are moments where the writing is so bad, I can't believe anything that's happening between the characters. Right, like Cara Delevingne and Jaden Smith work when the characters are having fun in the moment when they were fake house shopping when they were like enjoying the, the stupid the, right the sweet moments like i felt like the chemistry really worked but when like the drama heavy shit came in where one or the other had to fucking like step up yeah it fell apart because cara delavine i mean uh, she's not the strongest actress you know um and neither is jaden smith and so i think like when those dramatic moments came they fell apart really fast and so I felt like I was on a weird roller coaster, but I mostly enjoyed the ride. Um, you know. Yeah, when uh, uh when also when Chris D'Elia's character first popped up, I was like, wait a minute. It's like why the fuck does this person look fucking familiar to me? I couldn't figure out who it was uh until the scene ended. Yo. <laughs> and then I was like, oh fuck, is that fucking Chris D'Elia? Yeah. And yeah, of course it was. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, after that shit that just happened, I said, did they put this fool in a movie? Well, I think the thing was, it was, was filmed. It was, himself. It was filmed. a fucking character like that. It was filmed Sons before. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sure that's what happened. Because we'll sometimes they enough. sit on movies. See, well, enough was cool then, you see? <laughs> was with it, you know? <laughs> no fools. Who's ex- that fool not fucking that, no that, that, fuck, that fucker's only allegedly interested in you if you're a teenager. <laughs> um, 17 and up, bro. I told you, man. <laughs> sure. I was going to wait a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I will say that the writing really, for me, like... The worst parts of the movie that were written, yeah, is between Jaden Smith and his two homies. Oh I fuck it, that those, shit was stupid, fucking cheesy. Those moments were fucking god awful with uh, Sammy and Kieran. <laughs> I did not appreciate, nor did I believe that they actually had a brotherhood. Like they actually clicked. I felt like it was a moment of like, let's try really hard to make this funny with no humor. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I, no, I, yeah you're what, right an absolute painful set of sequences. And it's not, I, I can never really blame the actors, right? Like they do as well as they can with the material that they're given. But like, I felt like that the material that these three guys were given together, man, there was nothing. There was well, no- I think they should have picked a, uh, maybe a couple guys that have been in movies before maybe. May, uh, maybe. Because these guys, nah, they, they weren't cutting it. Yeah, I mean, it just, they were kind of painful. Like Even solo, when you just listen to them talk, their lines, it just doesn't sound right. It doesn't they don't they don't pull they don't fucking make you feel like yeah that's what that's what you would say, bro. Yeah, because the movies that they've been in have been like smaller roles in like smaller budget films. I never like heard JT of JT Neal. I never heard was, of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bless this mess. I never heard of it. A couple of episodes of NCIS. Wait, wait, what? Bless, Bless this, this mess. mess. I have heard of that. Okay, it's with Dex Shepard. Yeah, exactly. He's been in that. Uh, yeah, uh, the other guy sure. has been in like uh, movies called Dude Hope. The standoff. I have no idea what these fucking movies are. I never heard of it. But you know, I mean, like, w- whatever. But like, yeah, it hurt the most with them. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I, where I, the music. Also, that's what I was gonna. I was about to say that. I said the the fucking thing is also the music kind of part was, like, uh, uh, when he first gets into the booth, that fucking sequence was way too long. You could have cut that fucking shit in fucking half, guaranteed, and it would have made the movie better. Just that simple fact that you could cut it because. I don't know, man. Even the 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 concept of how he fucking brought her back into the room, like, yo, how the fuck did, like, nah, this is, this is like, nah, you know, watch the fucking movie, you'll understand what I mean. 
Yeah, I'm I, the the soundtrack of the movie was hit and miss. Yes, like, there's some moments where the music fit what was happening. There were music's uh, moments in the film where the music did not fit. Like it felt out of place. Yeah, definitely. Um, but like I I appreciate what they were going for. Like I think it wasn't the worst film ever made. Um, I, you know, and I think like we both agree that it is a messy film that has some strong moments, yeah, some really weak moments, and yeah. everything in between. But it's still it's still a decent watch. It, you can fucking get through it and be like, oh, it wasn't too bad, and and you feel, you feel, uh, some compassion and shit like that because of the type of story that it is. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people have gone through the pain of of uh, what she goes through, and uh, it, that's that's really one of the touching parts. I felt like, man, like dude, that fucking life fucking sucks for some people, dude. And yeah, it it's does. fucking unfair as fuck. Well, and also what I think what the whole idea of like. You are not your parents' puppet. You are your own person. And there's always that kind of internal struggle too, right? Like he's trying to, he's been living his whole life just trying to please his parents. Yeah. And his mom, because like she loves her son so much, she's kind of played hands off in terms of like what it seemed like. She kind of lets him be himself. But with his father, it didn't seem like there was really anything. He was just like the puppet, right? He woke up in the morning. He's like one foot than the other. And his father says that when he gets him the second interview with the Harvard board member. And, but like, I, I can, I could relate to the idea that as a parent and as a, you know, obviously a, a son of a, a, of a pretty like aggressive, like men, mentally like fit father, like I'm terrible, like what he had as a vision. Yeah. Like I can, I can relate with the struggle of like, do I appease like, the dreams of my parents for me that may not be my dreams or do I forge my own path and that awkward kind of stage of like, what do I do? I'm not sure. Like I believed that aspect of the film, like, or, or just cause I related to it. I think it hit just a little bit more, you know, yeah, it hits harder because of the, it's a little bit of a, of a, of a the, the, you can relate the to fa- it. Yeah. And the father's a bit, you know, he's, he's a bit much. Yeah. He's a bit much. He's like a wall. Yeah. When and, Cuba Gooding Jr. was going to punch no, him, I was like, oh man. Yeah, that, can relate. I was gonna say, yeah, I can relate dad to that. can punch me. <laughs> he would have punched me. No, no. we're taking some hits, huh? Yeah, we've taken some hits. I mean, like, I mean, especially like, yeah, I how aggressive like, I, I was as as a teenager. Yeah, like, I mean, of course, I was gonna catch an ass yeah, beating. Like, I pushed back a lot. Yeah, you know, no, you played, you played, you played, play, play fly under under the radar and and try to be as sneaky that shit as possible. Still didn't, that shit but still no, didn't still, fucking no, work. Of course not. Yeah, he, yeah, it was this constant game growing up. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I, I fucking thought that. The same. I felt like his character was way fucking stiff and shit, you know? Real stiff. Yeah. Uh, RZA was kind of a nice thing to see, but obviously they had him oh, I fucking be love RZA himself. And fucking Due Date. Yeah. And Due Date. I know you hate that movie, dude. It's just the fucking... It's in the, it's in the first five or yeah, ten yeah. minutes of the movie. And his fucking line... He's quick. Like, it's a, he's a minute scene. But it's fucking... He's hilarious, dude. Uh, yeah, no. I, uh, I I stopped watching Due Date 30 minutes in. Nah, um, RZA, yeah, RZA, I, was, like, I was like, I'm fucking done funny, with this dude. fucking movie. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, so after some discussion, we are gonna give this movie a six. Yeah, like it's it's okay. It has its moments. Overall, it is a, a messy film, but you know, it, to me, it shows that Jaden Smith still has room to grow as an actor, and, and Cara Delevingne also, I think, has room for growth. But yeah. you you see some growth within them, and I feel also the material that they were given, it, it was light enough but wonky enough to kind of fuck with them, like in terms of like how they were approaching shit. Yeah, and I think I, some of the scenarios were a little, little they were a little off, heavy-handed, a yeah, little, dr- a little too dramatic. They couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't uh, pull their weight 
Acting not wise. even pull their weight, but even the writing wasn't strong. So yeah. you could not flesh out like these real moments. But there were moments in there. Like I don't want to shit on Jaden Smith because I know everybody typically does, especially with um, After Earth. Yeah. But like for me, I'm just like, no, you can definitely see growth. Like he still has a ways to go, but I'm glad that, you know, it, he he looks as he's growing more in his life experiences. He has more to feed off of. Right? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, that, that and that's important. So, yeah, check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, and now on to the tidbits. Uh, tidbits are going to be a real quick uh, record store uh, day. Has moved to June 12th, uh, 2021 for any of those people that know when the fuck record day was officially because I have no fucking clue. But, you know, just uh, t- tossing it out there as a tidbit, hey, it's changed. Uh, <laughs> just to let you know. Yeah, update. just to let you know. And then there's a fucking uh, Elf. The Elf movie, which was trash, in my opinion. Oh, how dare uh, you. I guess in Rochester, uh, they're having a little um, overnight stay that includes all the like all the fucking exciting moments of the movie. Okay. And candies and shit like that, but that's kind of... Do they have the cops chase you through Central Park? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I, don't, I don't fucking know about that. And then also the fucking Super Mario World opens up in uh, Japan in February. Yeah, I saw the I saw the teaser trailer for it. It yeah. looks fucking. And what's crazy amazing. is I was listening to the radio and I heard some dude fucking say that he he wishes that that would have happened here. I guess a lot of people don't know this, but there's a fucking Mario World Mario Land. They are opening it uh, yeah, happening be, here at Universal. Yeah, and Universal uh, Studios Hollywood. Hollywood is they tore down um, part of their back lot to create. Super Mario Land. Yeah, uh, no, I know. I have I know electricians. Uh, a, cu- a couple of my boys, and they're the ones that fucking have been working on that shit. Yeah, and, and it's gonna be much smaller in size. It's not a whole theme park like it is in Japan. But honestly, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna have a restaurant. I do know that. Yeah, of course. Uh, a, a couple rides, uh, and but the world looks fucking insane. I've seen kind of like the outlook of what they fucking want it to look like, and, and that looks looks pretty dope. Yeah, I've seen some dope. concept tri- uh, yeah. art. Uh, then uh, Disney reportedly sending refund checks to those that paid for their year passes up front. I, I imagine so, you know, because, I mean, there are people who, like, spend a lot of money to to get the annual passes. And, unfortunately, with COVID and the way that it's going, uh, it's no just... There's no foreseeable future. There, as of right now, no. I mean, just here in Los Angeles, uh, at the time of recording, we cracked 7,000 cases. In, Seven racks, baby. In the last three days. It's all bad. So right if we have two more days like that, I think LA is probably going to plan a much larger uh, lockdown. Also, the state of California might actually go into more aggressive lockdown territory. I mean, like what Dr. Fauci is talking about is that we're going to have a surge upon surge upon surge. That yeah. that graph that they have basically tallying the cases is just going to look like a straight line going up. Damn, I wish my stocks looked like that. <laughs> You know, so I mean, like, honestly, this is the time that we are, you know, hope is around the corner. The vaccine is, you know, hopefully going to start getting sent out in December. Europe's about to fucking uh, about to start distributing it to the people. So we'll see how it goes with them. You know, um, they are using the Pfizer. uh, uh, The the Pfizer one. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, like, dude, I think they're going to approve all of them. Yeah, of course. They have to, to. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, you know, right now is just a time for you to be. As safe as possible, wear your mask. Stay safe out there. This is where we're going to end the show. Thank you again for joining us once uh, every week. Yeah, we do this. You're looking out for fucking just listening to us. Take your time. Yeah. Taking time to fucking actually, you know, I guess give us a listen. It's 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 um, nice to, to know that. I appreciate that very much. Uh, you know, 
we're on Apple Podcasts. You can rate us and review us there. Uh, we are that. on Spotify. Uh, you can always find us at anchor.fm slash the Renderos Bros or email us at renderosbros at gmail.com. Or hit a fucking hit us with a DM on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I am Hollywood Mike with a double I. I am Render Me Sam. Um, and with that, please, people, stay safe out there and don't snort Legos. Yep. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.